This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to this special episode of Star Wars in Character slash crossing over with the best of five. Every time, you say, every time you say <laughs> slash on these, which isn't this isn't the first time I, I'm reminded. I, th- I think this term is outdated. I think it's been replaced by shipping. But there used to be a thing called slash fiction where you'd write fan fiction of your fan characters having like really intense erotic sex. And when you say we're doing a slash episode, I get a little worried. I Seriously? Was, yeah, I always thought slash was like it was like like gay sex fiction. Like it was supposed to be like I'm not saying that like for any reason Luke, for that. Luke Han <laughs> slash fiction. I cause I'm saying cause slash. <laughs> like like a sideways line. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but I also but know you, so we, I get confused. We're doing Mando slash fiction. <laughs> so it says Uh-oh. Not gonna say. No, no, no. You just you just made me realize we should say before we get any further. This oh, is yeah. we spoilers be damned. That spoiler in order to yeah, even spoilers. do a best of five list of this, we have to explain what we like about the show. So if you've not seen the Mandalorian episode one, turn this off now, like yes. right now, because it's right about now. to dump out the spoilers. It did not put that yeah. on my notes, but I don't know what, what you said in that whole slash fiction conversation made me think that. But something triggered, and yes, and, and spoilers our, beware. And our review is, of it is a Patreon exclusive. Yes. So if you want to hear a more detailed review of the show, give us a dollar, and you'll get or more, or no. more. <laughs> but if you, I mean, I mean but I mean, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll take a dollar. And then you'll have access to the Patreon exclusive episodes. Yes, yeah, and it's we're not. And yeah, they said episodes. That's the that's the thing. We're we're not just reviewing the first one. We're going to do the whole series. So the first mm-hmm. season, what was it slated to be? Eight episodes. I want to say eight or ten. I don't. I'm not really so sure. So we got yeah, at least at least eight or however many guaranteed Patreon exclusive episodes, which we've been a little light on. That's another thing we discussed in that. But there we go. We got. Chris had that idea, and I said, "That's that sounds great. I love talking. I've already now I've, we've done the first one. I realize how much I love talking about the show, and we get to do it at least seven more times this year. And and yeah, and and as as I said, the our, our Patreons, it's, we've been a little light on Patreon exclusives. So for the Patreon people who are listening, you're gonna get this your money for you. worth. This is this this buds for you. Yes, yep. It's a lot of it's. It's we had fun talking about it. And we're gonna do the second episode after this, and we're just pretty fucking excited to talk about something that is actually." pretty good in yeah. fact we're so where, where <laughs> well, i mean since we're talking about you where where would people go to find the patreon stuff oh good damn you're good at this tim <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com slash news as that is the main board if you that that is there i will tell you there's two it, i don't think it's caused any confusion but there's one for star wars in character if you've already subscribed to that you're going to get the same benefits as news as i i did that because when we launched news as i i didn't realize this is a conversation for another time but i'll say real quick i didn't realize how many people do not realize news as 
and these individual shows are are like the same thing because i had this this year with catacombs people are like you guys should do another show on this thing i'm like we do we do eighteen thousand different shows on different things <laughs> i was like we only say news as.com 17 times an episode but some people don't know that so there's a stars and character patreon page and there's a news as one you get the same benefits but to make it simple and easy to spell out patreon.com slash news as and you'll find out exactly what to do there and everything you get and at any level it starts at a dollar and goes up to whatever you want to give honestly but one dollar twenty dollars everyone's going to get this new mandalorian series from us no matter what level you support us at excellent one dollar what was that (laughs) (laughs) cut that part out tim all right how many episodes are in mandalorian one uh nine no eight eight so (laughs) Eight yeah. episodes. So yeah, there'll be eight. There'll be, and then I don't think Dave will be on a single one. There's, I don't know. You never know. All right, here is our our top five moments, scenes, situations, whatever, cod pieces of season. Yeah, episode one called Chapter One of the Mandalorian. I'll tell you, my list is is very strange, and that some is like a very broad thing that i like about it and then we get down to like this this one moment by this one character so my list is all the fuck over the mm. place well in that case matt you can go first shit okay <laughs> number, five. All right. number five all right number five what i walked away with in the first viewing that i loved about this and and i will i'll, I'll make a comparison to the sequel trilogy not a not a good or bad because i never said what i thought about last jedi and if i did i wouldn't tell you <laughs> or however that goes the, the world building i loved we really saw two new worlds in this and i loved that they were star warsy to take tim's words but new it's the first one the it may have been an ice planet or it also may have been just a relatively cold planet and it's winter but it wasn't hoth it was nowhere near hoth so it was completely right. a new design of ice as opposed to why does it seem like everything is happening in a desert in the sequel trilogy right now? <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> so that's my comparison. And then the kind of gray, rocky world that he goes to for his bounty. That was new, but still recognizably Star Wars-y. I love the new world building in this so far. That's a good number five. That's like smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it, gets, it gets a lot dumber from there. Don't worry. Well, <laughs> speaking about dumb, I'll go next. <laughs> My number five is probably one of the coolest death scenes in any Star Wars, <laughs> any Star Wars moment scene that we've seen on on screen is in the opening of the episode that he goes to a bar. Hey, Amanda walks to a bar and um, he gets attacked by the, the squid head creature he uses his batarang to get his ankle, and he pulls him in, and the fucking door just cuts him in half. And I think I rewound that, I think, three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to watch that scene, I was like, oh! And I rewound again, and it went, oh! Louder again. And I think it's just hearing the whole the bottom of the of his torso thud to the ground. <laughs> was just fucking... I, I, I don't think I expected that to get... I, I, know, I didn't either. And, yeah, it was shocking almost. It said it was PG TV rated, so I, I mean, I guess it's the ratings different in TV than um, movies. So I was thinking it was 
we weren't going to get something like that. Now we didn't get the gruesome gore that it could have been, right. but and and it was like really the first. It was an entire first sequence of this of the yeah. in this movie that end of the, of the show. So yeah, that surprised the hell out of me too when it actually did that final <laughs> close the door closing on him through yeah, cause, him. Cause you you saw it closing like the James Bond circle, yeah, like Iris, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Is that going to cut him?" It did, and it just was just great, and I and I love that love that moment. And that's my number five. Not, not as smart as Matt's <laughs> playing it, but I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, Sam, what's your number five? My number five was uh, Werner Herzog oh. showing up in this show, and I and I knew he was showing up from the original trailer for it. But I I love I love Werner Herzog as I love him as a director. But I, I also love him as an actor. He and uh, he he is uh, he's he's extremely mysterious. We don't know if he's a good guy. We don't know if he's a bad guy. He's hanging out with stormtroopers. Is he imperial? Uh, he's got a creepy voice. Does he play the piano? Yeah. Does he play the piano? Like, like Jeffrey Rush? But he's not Jeffrey Rush. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I thought that his, uh, I just, I thought that, that his delivery, his performance in that, that one scene was very memorable, uh, very impactful. Uh, you know, it left an effect on me and it's something that here I am several days later and I'm still thinking about and talking about it and his, the, the way that he talked and his words and his specific phrasing. And apparently he's the only one that, uh, uh, that that wants this baby alive, but understands that you maybe have to kill it. All right, Tim. Let's get number yeah. five. That actually leads kind of into my number four. And again, it's more conceptual than specific, but I can name specifics why. It's it's the remnants of the empire. It's there's there's always that um, what was it the uh, robot chicken joke was it robot chicken or was it no it might have been family guy They're like oh the emperor's dead they won they're like wait that's all we had to do We're, it's over <laughs> this this actually takes the idea because it's it's significantly after uh the emperor's supposed death that's another story we'll find out about that in december um and and uh, five years after the fall of the the empires we know it and the uh empire is still there but not there and it starts off with um Apollo Creed trying to pay the Mandalorian and Imperial credits. And he's like, they're basically worthless. And he's like, no, they, they still spend. So there is some value to them, but not what it used to be. Yeah. I guess kind of maybe like the pound when, uh, when Britain went to, uh, or England went to the Euro system or maybe vice versa now with Brexit. I don't know. I'm really out of my wheelhouse discussing that stuff. <laughs> uh, and then Werner Herzog, the first we see of him, he is being guarded by four stormtroopers. And that are still sporting their armor. Probably there's probably a function to it. Uh, they're wearing it, but they're probably also wearing it as a point of pride and a point of a symbolism of being part of the empire, but it is so dirty and unkempt and a little bit broken. It's like, yeah, they're stormtroopers. They're, they're soldiers for the empire, but the, it's, they're kind of showing how broken and almost inconsequential. The empire is quickly becoming in this version or this point in the star Wars timeline. And I thought that was a really good storytelling element without actually telling that story yet. I think Matt should make his own best of five <laughs> podcast episode because his list is fucking brilliant and smart. You know, we didn't we didn't mention this. I wonder if and this isn't for discussion, but I'm wondering if uh, 
if Thrawn is going to oh. make an appearance in this. Like, I wonder if I, I bet you he won't make an appearance in season one. But if they go on to multiple seasons after this, I have a feeling Thrawn is going to show up. They're going to. And, gonna you, and you look excited just even thinking about that. Yeah, it's 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 going to. I think I think Thrawn would be a perfect addition to this particular series. I could see the possibility of that happening. So we'll and use the same actor in the uh, the Cassian Andor series, like Jason Isaacs, who who did a voice on Rebels. Yeah, he would be a, an awesome time. He'd be cool shit. Yeah, or Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I heard Billy Zane's busy. Tim, he's, he's always busy. <laughs> he's BZ. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that BZ. That's, that's pretty good. All right, Matt, you're awesome. Number four. <laughs> it goes to to my number four, which. I think it's for a couple of reasons. Love the actor. Love seeing him back doing, you know, what why I love him in the first place. Don't really know if I trust a guy yet. Like, kind of like in Predator. You don't know if you trust him. <laughs> it's cool. Just seeing Carl Weathers on this t- TV show, sitting there looking cool as shit, telling people, here's the bounties. Like, what are you doing? What is what is the plan? And I just love seeing Carl Weathers again on screen. Ding, ding. That's ding, ding. <laughs> now I'm kind of torn. Like if, if he ever does, he does do conventions, and when am I going to have sign now? Rocky or Star Wars? I want to both. I want to see him and the Mandalorian running up a beach racing <laughs> with Hearts his hearts on fire. <laughs> at the end, at the end of the at, on the, the 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 season finale, I want to see the two of them running running up the side of the beach racing. What if there's a rumor? I heard there's a rumor that in the Rise of Skywalker when. Kylo and uh, Ray are fighting in the water. You see him in the background running <laughs> down the beach with his wang just swinging left and right. Hot, hotter, <laughs> It's cool seeing Action Jackson again on screen. Yeah. I love Carl Weathers, and I, I'm so glad that he's he's doing something that I'm going to love. You know, it's funny. I, I love Carl Weathers, too, but the last thing I saw him in... Actually, this, this isn't a but. The last thing I saw him in left a really good impression. I, I think I'll be happy with this last impression until I see him on the next thing. But when he was on Arrested Development... <laughs> yeah, and he, that's exactly how much my acting course costs. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, I'm just going to take these, okay? And he's like taking those souvenir yeah. plushes that are in the box. It was <laughs> That was great appearance. <laughs> I even like, liked him in, in Toy Story as what, Action Carl. He was? Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. I so, yeah. Carl Weathers, I'm a fan. I'm glad to see him back, and that's my number four. And I, I'm going to announce during this episode, since we're doing a, our second uh, talk about the Mandalorian episode one, I'm now officially blocking Screen Rant from my Facebook page, because, no, you do not have a list of things I missed in the Mandalorian episode one at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Every I, I time know. I open Facebook, here's 12 things you missed in the Mandalorian. No, I didn't. I fucking saw it. Yeah, and you saw it five times. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I shot him five times. <laughs> um, Tim, what's your number four? Is it Car Weathers? No, it's not Car Weathers. Okay, <clears throat> my number four are aliens. Yeah. You love aliens. I thought a. I thought the aliens that they showed in in this episode. You see more aliens in the and more aliens and more variety of aliens in the first five minutes of this show than we do in the first two movies of the. Uh, of the, the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I, I, I'll admit 100%, Tim, I thought of you during this because it, it was exactly what you've been saying should have been done just to make it feel a little more Star Warsy instead of making up one new alien that they showed 15,000 times, that Elo Aspie mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I thought, it, it was like, this is exactly what Tim's been talking about right yeah. here. Give us give us a few new ones, throw in a few old ones, and they and that's what they did. They gave us a couple new ones, Yeah, they threw in, and, they, and they populated... 
a cantina and it looked fantastic and and it was and and it was dark and and none of them really got a whole lot of screen time but just enough to say ooh who's that guy who's that guy who's that guy and you didn't Where have did some reggae song playing in the background yeah <laughs> no. i don't know why i, why that I made it sound like sing that I mean, I mean, I mean, it sound like Judebug. Judebug, but no, the I, I, th- I thought <laughs> now I, I want to hear the Judebug translated into Hutties. Judebug, <laughs> uh, but I, I thought, I thought they they did a good job uh, populating the background. Yep, um, much better than they they have more recently in in some of the more recent films. And they tried so hard in the other new movies and all. They had, they showed you the whole uh, can whatever the Max Cantana scene, whatever. Yeah. You don't care about any of those fucking. I well, things. I mean, care about some of them, but I wanted to see a hammerhead and yeah. a squid face. That was, and all this. that was my complaint with it, and I think that's what Tim's saying is the fact that there wasn't just like, just like three or four of stuff we've seen that I remember. Yeah. It's yeah. been a while since I seen Fortress Force Awakens, but I think we would have brought it up if it if we had that happened. And Tim's yeah. always love you'd always love these these, these aliens. Yeah, all these, all these yeah. Uh, that's that. I want I want more, and we got more. Matt's number three. Okay, apologies if. This I'm, I'm sure a version of this is on everyone's list, and it's probably higher than three. But it's my number three because when you when you look at the episode as a whole, there's there's a couple more things I like better than this. But there's no denying that the baby Yoda creature is quite possibly the two things: the cutest goddamn thing in the Star Wars universe, but mm-hmm. it's also the biggest surprise of the episode. Guaranteed, and I Absolutely. knew that was. I, I got to the point where uh, enough people on Facebook had said the surprise and whatnot that I had enough time to just get the hell off social media the day Disney Plus launched, and I didn't. It, the, the thing wasn't ruined at all. And when I saw it, I was like, "Wow!" And there's a lot of things I like about it. The fact that it was a surprise. <laughs> you would think the way I'm ultra critical about like member berries and Star Wars, I'd be like, "Here's more throw in your face members." stuff but it's not it's a story element we're going to find out more about something we've had a lot of questions about and i don't think it's going to be to the point of overdoing it and the design they walked the line so well in this design to make it a baby version of whatever yoda and yaddle's species are and not Mm -hmm. be too cutesy or too silly it's i can't imagine how many design phases they went through that fabro's like no it's just a little too much this or that looks a little too much like yoda i I, I got to imagine they went through like a couple dozen designs before they finally picked one that they said, yes, that's, that's the one. Yeah. They probably had so many sketches of how about these? Yeah. You're absolutely right, man. Yep. That's a good one. Thank that's you. a good one. Not as smart as my others. Like I said, they'll get dumber <laughs> as we go. Well, this one, Tim, I think this goes into Tim's number, what, four aliens, but I guess I picked a, a certain one. Gorindon. Ah, that's a good choice. N- Maybe because it's it's such from New Hope, it's from the the original, and and we don't know what it is and what it does. And this one is like what you said, like a lift uh, transport area or <laughs> no, I, Uber. Well, Matt Matt, he's, Matt originally called him an Uber Uber hailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, he's if if you if you go to like if you if you stay in a fancy hotel or if you go if you're in New York City, you go to the Port Authority and you want to use a cab. There's a cab stand out yeah. there, and there's and there's people out there that uh, come and. Um, you know, they 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 get the cab for you, and actually at the airport, uh, yeah, they do the same thing. Yep. You, they, they, there's a there's a cab stand, and you go there and you hop on a cab. But this did this explain why he has that long snout to to play the flute to bring taxis over? Like that was 
that was neat. And I think, you know, we all, uh, <laughs> our friend is Eric Moore, yeah. who I think cosplayed as, as one of these guys. <laughs> was, I, uh, I, I think his sorry. next costume is going to have a fucking flute. His, um, <laughs> the one, the one, uh, even remotely spoiler conversation I was involved in was with Eric on Facebook. Cause I, I wrote and I, I meant it. I put on Facebook that's a, it, that the Mandalorian is the, the best star Warsy thing I've seen since 1983. And his comment was, he's like, and now people might understand who the hell I am at conventions. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. And, and does, does he have it over there? I thought it was taking a while to, over there. I thought it was too, but obviously, I, without I mean, you heard what he said. He he yeah. saw it. I I don't know how. Maybe or he has connections. Method. Maybe. Yep. Yep. So I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to yeah cause any trouble. But obviously, he must have seen at least he's at least seen that. We we can confirm that from that statement. Well, no one fucking Facebook. He probably saw the whole fucking episode <laughs> yeah, on you're Facebook. Probably right. Actually, yeah. You know. But just seeing a character who we loved as a as a child, and then seeing him do something, and it's even if it was just playing a flute, it was just like, oh, that's why his snout's so long. <laughs> do, do you notice when he takes the flute, he actually shoves it in his snout? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it goes, it goes right up in there. And I think that was just I, I like that. That's my number three. It's 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 like one of those things that they use for horses to what? Yeah, <laughs> they stick. On He's the, actually talking to me right here in the same room on the, they put um, on the horse uh, she, rod and. And they, and they get at it so they can they can fertilize another horse. Yeah, but when you were telling me this, you had your hands out. You were like acting it out in front of me. Well, here, and, and I kind of liked it. Here's something I want to add to that and add to Tim's alien stuff is that they gave him more lines, for lack of a better word, than he had in New Hope. He only made three sounds yeah. in that. But they didn't sound – they sounded exactly like it was – it was part of his language and they'll do yeah. that with other characters in this and not to jump ahead to, to two, but just to talk about a little bit, there's another very famous, uh, alien race in episode two with their distinctive language that they gave a ton, lot more to say. And it doesn't sound out of place one single time. Any of these aliens are talking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like John Favreau, man, I'm telling you, he, he knows what he's doing. There's so much I, passion I, behind this. It's, it's yes. great. Tim, what's your number? What did we have? Three? My number three uh, was Brian Posehn. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. You do I, love him. I love, I love that guy. <clears throat> and when he rolled up, I was like, is that? <laughs> it is. And it, he only had to say two words for you to confirm it. Where yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> Where to? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's always been one of my favorite like geek comedians. Um, I, and I like that this show has been populated with stand-up comedians. And I, I think we're, hopefully we see more. There's a, I follow nerd poker, his podcast on Instagram, and he posted a picture. Uh, he, he paused a shot of him in the this. speeder and this. then him with a thumbs up, a big smile on his face. And he said, so excited to be part of star Wars cat. And I was just, I, I I'm really happy for celebrities on a personal basis. Cause I don't know these people, but for some reason that picture made me happy for him. Yeah. Like he really looked genuinely. Happy yes, exactly. To be, yep. Yeah. To, to be a part of this. Well, and, and, and as a, as an autograph collector, uh, I, I like it when, when stand up, stand up comedians, uh, are, um, I, I'm hoping more stand-up comedians are here because stand-up comedians are pretty accessible. Oh, like okay. You can, uh, I mean, in Nashville we have Zanies. Oh, uh, yeah. Has yeah. I know I know Brian Brian uh, plays there. He's been there several times since I've since I've been there. Bill Burr 
comes through Nashville from time to time. I know he's he's scheduled to be on the show. Uh, Horatio Sands has played Zanies, so they're relatively accessible. So, um, are you going to be calling me and and teasing me and bragging? <laughs> Look who I got. Well, you. I mean, with Philly, with with all the comedy clubs up here, the, those guys all come oh, to those comedy clubs this as is well. True, yeah. That's right. In my turn, in, 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 in New York with like Carolines and yeah, all that kind of stuff. So, I think uh, as 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 a as an autograph collector, I think it's it's also very cool that a lot of these there's there's going to be comedians that are uh, making their 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 way around and and as I said, they are for the most part pretty accessible because they aren't. Unless it's like Jerry Seinfeld, what is the deal with space? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but yeah, but Brian Brian Pizzano, I was very happy to see him uh, in the, in on the show. I and uh, and I liked his character. I liked I liked his 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 quick demise. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then yeah, and that's it. One and done. Bam. No more. No more exactly. for saying. But right. That's yep. all you need. Yep. Yeah. It was just enough. And if and like we talked about in a review episode, to give a little insight to that, he wasn't. A comedian. It was. It's just his voice is funny, so the where to was funny. But he was his. The rest of his scene was played pretty straight. Actually, it was yeah. just. It was a straightforward scene. He wasn't there to be a comic relief. So Sarah Silverman. I'll start with <laughs> and if you have him sign something, you're going to have him sign where to, right? Yeah. <laughs> where to? To tell you his quote. All right, Matt. It's your number two. Okay, I finally have a specific pinpoint thing with a character rather than a conceptual thing so it was uh, we, we said a lot about ig11 in our our review episode but the thing that that i liked i liked the bit of comic relief he gave now and again but the best one was the third self-destruct that the mandalorian didn't even know about because all through the firefight he's like oh now it's initiate self-destruct he's like turn that off and then finally yeah. when everything's done he's sitting there with the bomb beeping and he's like okay i guess i'll turn off my self-destruct now that's not what he says but it's like that's what it was <laughs> like you know it's like shit yeah. and the mandalorian's just like fuck <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah you asshole well now again i'm putting words in their mouths but that's how my head interpreted it so the third initiated self-destruct by ig88 that the Mandalorian had missed was a was a nice little little laugh out loud break after the intensity of that scene. Uh, well done and a really funny moment and 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 well placed. It wasn't shoehorned in yeah. there. Well, that's gonna continue to my number two. My number two is the whole fucking IG uh, IG eleven yeah. shit. It's just it reminded me of the Terminator. He wouldn't miss. He wouldn't even look. He would just taking everyone down, shooting Tim. Has spoken about this plenty of times. How he walked over the dead body. Mm-hmm. He didn't walk over. He like twisted around it. Everything the 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 detonating thing in his chest. The peeking around the corner made me laugh because robots can't bend. Um, I just think it was one of the greatest moments I've seen in a long time for a Star Wars thing. IG Eleven is. I might have to buy his action figure. <laughs> Actually, that's yeah, how much I, I like it. I always buy the original trilogy shit, but I'm like, well. He was fucking so cool. Well, yeah. that and that that battle was really cool um, because it was it, it in almost all of the Star Wars movies when there's a battle, it's it's generally like sweeping. It's like you're you're you and there's camera movement going all over the place. Mm-hmm. The battle's happening in nine different locations. You're right. In this one, it, it really was like 
shootout gunfight at the OK Corral. Yeah, yeah. It was in a small, confined like you, you you felt that this was down in like New Mexico in in a in a corral. Yeah. And it was I thought I thought that was that was very cool to have a had the fight in a I mean Huckleberry, in, I thought I was gonna say that next. In a, in a, yeah, in a real real <laughs> confined confined space. Yeah, it was Tombstone. Yeah. Tombstone Pizza Pier. And who's in Tombstone, Tim? Billy Zane. Billy Zane. <laughs> He's so beautiful. <laughs> that's my number two, IG Eleven. I can't get enough of that. Like I watched that, that scene maybe three or four times now. Just just that that scene. I'm like, this is amazing. Tim, what's your number two? My number two uh, is uh, just that one sequence in that scene with IG Eleven stepping around the body. You just love that, that I love scene. That. It's like <laughs> half a second, but it's like ah, oh, awesome. Yeah, that's all we got to say about that. <laughs> That's all I, I have to say spoke. about that. I have spoken. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, well, we haven't heard him yet on anyone's list. I mean, so maybe match number one is that. No, it's, think- it's not. And it's a shame, actually. That's just how much good is in one episode. Yes, you're absolutely right. So what is your number one moment of the premiere of uh, Mandalorian? Okay, my number one overall thing about the Mandalorian, two words, Pedro Pascal. Okay. I... Barely knew him from what little of Game of Thrones I've seen, and I guess he was apparently in the Equalizer too, but I wouldn't have known that. Didn't know much about him. The first time he spoke, it's like it wasn't the voice I was expecting in the best possible way. I thought it was going to be like this low, gravelly, scary voice. I am loving every single way he's playing the Mandalorian so far. We talked a lot about the character development in the first episode, which I was a huge fan of, and a lot of it has to do with the way he's carrying himself as a character, the way he's taking his lines and the way he is interpreting that character development. I love this casting and I didn't know who this was really well. And now two episodes into it, I don't want a thing to change about it. I am loving the character and a lot of that, if not all that, I mean, direction and writing has a lot to do with it, but if you don't have an actor that could pull off what those two people are trying to do, you don't have a product like this and kudos to Pedro Pascal for what he's done so far. Mm-hmm. Have you, did you see Kingsman too? No, I've never seen any of the Kingsman. Okay. Cause he's, he's in the second one and he's cool. Shit in that too. Yeah. Okay, cool. But he's, he's great in, uh, yeah. In, in equalizer too. He's, he, he's like, well, I mean, I want you, you, have you, have you seen equalizer, I've seen two? equalizer two? What was he? Who was he? He was, Spoilers for people who haven't seen Equalizer two because it, it kind of is like a twist. Uh, he's he ends up being the main bad guy. Oh, that that's, he has big, oh that's not who I thought fight. it was. Well, he looks a yeah. hell of a lot different than his IMDb picture page. Okay, then I did like him in that. Yeah, he was really good in that. Yeah, he he's he's yeah he's the main the main bad guy that he has the yeah. big gunfight. And that was the, that was a pretty complicated character he had to pull off to for the reveal too. So that, yeah, that yeah. makes perfect sense. I didn't, he doesn't look like that on his eye. I'm looking at him now. It doesn't look like that on his eye. <laughs> I don't know what his picture is. He, he has uh, this, this cool whip in, uh, in Kingsman too. That's kind of like a lightsaber. It like, it lights up or does something where it can cut you right fucking in half. Oh, cool. And, ha- and how he uses it in this cool ass bar scene. It's, it's, it's cool as shit. Yeah, Pe- uh, Pedro Pascal looks like uh, James Franco. He does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on his IMDb page. How old is he? Oh, he's 40. He'll be 45. Uh, he's younger than me? This coming year. <laughs> Doesn't that piss you off when you find that You know that what's out? weird today? Yeah, today um, Tim and I saw Ford versus Ferrari. 
And then I figure out that Christian Bale is younger than me. Oh, I didn't know that. And that, me neither. I'm like, he's, he's 45. I'm like, 47. I'm like, no. Christian Bale's not younger than me. I'm older than, than, Batman? than Batman. Yeah. <laughs> older than me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great number one. Thank you. My number one has already been said. Yeah, and I think I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's fine because there's nothing else I can think of that was that I think it's it's not that it was there and then it was cool. It was maybe the whole shock value is what made it number one is is Baby Yoda. Whatever this thing is, where did where did it come from? Where are you going? I don't know what you are. Why do you have all these powers and you're a little <laughs> you're you're fifty years old, but you look like a little toddler and it's just adorable, it's cute. What is this? And I know that's going to be a celebration exclusive fucking toy at the store that's going to sell out in two minutes that I can't fucking get. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, baby? Yo. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I love it. I, I, I love this thing and I want to know more. Give me more. Tim, give me more. <laughs> My number, number one is I'll just call him Yiddle. There you go. <laughs> because, because we don't, we don't, we, we don't know what the name of Yoda species species is yet. They still haven't said what it is. We don't know who this guy is, but I think it's great. And uh, you know, and I know we're we're focusing on the first episode, but in the second episode, I think he's uh, I think he's also fantastic and adorable in that for a lot of reasons. But it, I don't, we won't talk about that. I won't disagree because if I had if if we if this were. So everything so far, it would be my number one, but I tried to distance myself between the two. But the the re- the reveal is great because it really was like a holy fuck yeah, yeah. moment. Like it, it, there were there were a lot of big big moments in the in the show, but by design, this was the this was the holy shit <laughs> moment. Let let me give you the three perspectives of three different people that watch this. There's me, who is the grew up with Star Wars. Holy shit! There's my friend Hunter, who grew up with the prequels, who's quite younger than us, but is now caught up as a big fan. He said, "Holy shit!" Then there's my wife, and she said, "Aww." <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it, it it is it is a big thing. It's it's. It's it's something we we never we we are, I should say I don't think we expected this. We never expected nope. something like that to show no. up on a show like this. So for them to be able and for them to be able to keep that a secret for the for them to, for Disney and the people to be able to keep yeah. that a secret because we know the rest of the public are all like oh just, as soon as it's over I just have to get on social media and like, I got to Google Yoda, it. Yoda, 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 yeah. Yoda, Yoda. Take a photo of it, put it online. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't Go believe on. I didn't see this considering how many of my friends work in work basically uh, different shifts and night jobs with theme parks and hotels and everything in Orlando, because a lot of my friends were watching Disney plus at 1201 and I couldn't see it till like seven, eight o'clock that night. I don't know how I missed a screenshot of this. A lot of people set their alarms for, yeah, for whatever it premiered in their, in their state, three in the morning, four in the morning to wake up to watch a show. I'm a huge fan. I fucking waited until I got home from work. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I'm not going to wake up earlier than three thirty to watch a show that I can watch when I, you know when I'm awake still. That's I would have. Star Wars, you have to watch it when it comes out alive. <laughs> I would have loved it if some 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 asshole billionaire, you know, uh, as soon as as soon as this episode ended, went and slapped like ten thousand to a hundred thousand dollars down to 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 get a billboard a digital billboard put up on Times Square. It's Yoda. It's a little Yoda. Oh my god. 
There'd be fucking chaos in Times Square. <laughs> There'd be you know, people punching each other. Star Trek fans just sitting back saying, fuck off. What's going to hurt me, though? I'm gonna. This is going to be kind of sappy and, and, and all. I watched it with Tim, Kel, and then Luke. Kel actually said, this is a good show. I'll, I'll watch it with you guys. Luke loves everything I watch, and that's mm-hmm. kind of... Hey, Chris, hey, Chris was just about to lean over and say, I want a divorce. I was saying, I want to... Do, you want to watch this? Okay, all right. <laughs> and, but I'm going to miss having, like, you know, Tim's a, a friend and a fan. Yeah. It's going to be sad while not watching it with a person who I know will enjoy as, mu- as much as me. <laughs> yeah, and, I'll, and I, yeah, and I'll have, I have to get the show when I get home, and I probably won't be able to watch the show on Friday. <gasps> What do you well, mean? Maybe, 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 maybe late on Friday. I'll to. take a picture of what's happening and I'll post it on your page and then it'll be all fucking ruined for you. A right? baby Evan Peel. Oh my God. This is right. getting crazy. <laughs> Billy Zane is the voice of Yoda? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I have a baby. I'm 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 50. I can I can kick. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm 50. Because I'm 50. Well, we all love the show and we all love five things. And then I actually have some honorable mentions, which... I got two of them. I got some too. Yep. I have one honorable mention. I did write down Nick Nolte. I think seeing him and you know if it is him. I want everybody to thank everybody for supporting me on the show, Reggie. And I did write down the um, monkey lizard getting cooked. Oh, I, that's I, that's I the one thing that I could just, live without. I thought that was it just, just cool. Broke my like, heart. Yeah, I was like, oh, look at that. It wasn't him getting cooked. It was the one that was watching him getting cooked that broke my heart. Yeah, Yeah, heartbreaking seeing your your friend get eaten alive. Well, not eaten, just cooked. No, just cooked. Well, it was like the porgs. It was like the porgs had to to watch their porg porg buddy get get killed with the intention of being eaten and then not being eaten. So he just wasted it. So wasting a life, like killing a porg and then not doing it, like, what a waste. If you're going to cook it, fucking eat it, right? Yeah. Eat. Clean plate club. Enjoy. <laughs> How are you, man? Did you have to write down some more? I do. Well, my, my main one was the creature design, which is what Tim talked about yeah. with the aliens. Or I should say the creature design updates. I loved that the squid head was still a squid head, but they made it look more realistic because they could they could do more with sculpting and more with CGI overlays on that. Um, well, with the Nick Nolte character, the Ugnaught, it was done so well. I didn't realize it was an Ugnaught until my friend pointed it out to me. I'm like, holy shit, it is because it was way more animated and the eyes were more lively than we saw in empire and every other new uh, or uh, every other recognizable alien the Garindin. um yeah i loved the updates to this without destroying the original design maybe maybe the Trandoshans, but we i still haven't gotten a good enough look to see if i like that or not i do how'd you yeah oh good said so how'd you feel when your friend who grew up with the prequels told you a person of the original that's an organon you're like you're uh, right. <laughs> it's, if you if you knew Hunter, it would not surprise you. This this man knows more about everything pop culture. I would love to sit him and Tim and have a last man standing pop culture off because I'm not sure who would win between the two of you. <laughs> so it didn't surprise me a bit. It's like it would have been cool. like watching it with Tim. Very cool. I did yeah. have one negative five, the worst of fives. Okay, the tell us. Goddamn bloated tadpole blurgs. That's the one thing I hated in this. Oh, the the the, the 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 beast that the that Nick Nolte and and the Mandalorian had to ride. I hated once, that design. Once in a while, they did look kind of really cheesy and bad, but the other times they did look okay. They just they just look like like land little, land, little land shit, opies, shit turns. Uh, they look like 
overgrown, bloated tadpoles. I did not like the design. It's like, like testicles. With I, 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 I know. I, I mean, I could see where the design was going. It just did not work for me. And oh, I, I did not like them, but not enough for even the scene with the, uh, again, more character development than Mandalorian. The fact that I didn't like the, his counterpart in that scene didn't detract from me enjoying the show. I just, oh, I did not like them. I thought they looked like giant tadpoles. Yeah. I'm just, just squash them, step on them. <laughs> done with it <laughs> i my um my honorable mention is the the music yesterday we were we were riding around and chris had spotify on he has a he has a uh, star wars playlist and Man- nerd <laughs> and, and man and mandalorian was on there so when the mandalorian stuff came on i was like I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like the Star Wars. But we got it in like two notes. We knew exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. We were playing a game. We were playing a game where the song came on. You, we couldn't I had it on maps. We were going somewhere, and then Spotify is there too. But you don't see what's up. So whenever the song came on, we're like, "All right, what movie is this from?" Trying to guess, you know, every movie that ever was made and the new ones and whatnot. And as soon as that came on, two notes in, we're like, "Oh, Mando." Yeah. yeah, the Mandalorian has has very very specific. Has a very unique sound to it. Very, very. Um, that's, but yeah, that's a great. It's good. Great point. I've seen a lot of. I've actually now completely blocked myself out on social media when it comes to Mandalorian. Even people that I'm like really good friends with. I just I'm unfollowing them right now because I don't want any spoilers and I don't want this to be ruined. This is the best I felt about Star Wars in decades, and I don't want it ruined by this pissing match back and forth for people that like it and don't like it. I just don't want to get involved. And one of the complaints I saw was the music. So I was already jaded going into watching this, but my opinion by the time I actually saw this was if it's not going to sound exactly like a John Williams score, then they're going to give it their own sound. And I think that's what they're doing. So I think people that are complaining about it are just finding something to complain about because that's what fandom is these days. And I think I'm right with you. Like, you know, it was not John Williams for me. It's not Star Wars. I really like this music. It it, it sounded, it sounded like it fit the show. I think fucking perfectly. If you can't do, if you can't do John Williams, don't do John Williams. Do something. Right. Right. Per- it's a perfect yeah. way to say it. Yep. All right. Is that a, that's it. Our best I think five that's it. Premiere? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks everyone out there for listening. You know, hopefully you watched the episode before you heard this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did give ample warning. Right. So, um, all right. Well, until next time, I guess we'll see you again. Timmy, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.